have a passion, hobby or expertise and want to share it with the world, why not do a podcast? The PodStation offers a wide range of packages to make this a reality, ranging from training and support for those who have no idea where to begin to podcasters who just need somewhere to host their show. With prices starting at a mere £15 per month, you can now get involved in one of the fastest growing entertainment forms in the world without all the headaches. To find out more, visit thepodstation.co.uk forward slash station dash packages. And remember, those with passion, podcast. You're listening to The Business Spotlight, exclusively on The Podstation. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Business Spotlight. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm one of the co-owners of the Pod Station. And just briefly, for the benefit of our first-time listeners, what we did was join the worldwide pandemic. We created this show, hopefully, to give uh, smaller businesses an opportunity to um, exhibit their expertise and perhaps give you some useful pointers and tips that might help you in that same arena. Um, and also give them a bit of exposure as well. So whilst I'm on the point of explaining it, I should perhaps also say that if you as a small business owner feel that you would benefit from being on the show as a guest, then by all means email us at thebusinessspotlight at thepodstation.co.uk or get in touch with us via any of our social media pages or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at the Podstation, and we'll happily send you out an application form to keep get you all booked in. Uh, so, without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest for today. Now, he's a familiar voice on the pod station because he has his very own podcast show. Uh, his dulcet tones are ones that I love to hear on a regular basis, not least because I co-host a show with him. Uh, so he's not an unfamiliar guest, but he's definitely a first appearance on the Business Spotlight. So, without further ado, introducing the fabulous Mr. Chris Roxborough from My Marketing Guy. How are we doing, Chris? Well, that's very kind, Mark. I'm doing well, thank you. Yes, yes. Looking forward to this uh, to this next half hour, hour, one and a half hours, wherever it goes. Well, it depends on how much I edit down from what you're talking. Uh, if it's an original version, it might be three to four hours. Uh, but we'll we'll see how we go. I'm going to try and be nice to you on this show. Uh, I feel I should be the consummate professional. I'll settle for that. For the benefit of those who are unfamiliar with you, uh, do you want to just explain about what you do and what your business does, and then people will perhaps have a better idea of where we're headed on this show? Yes, of course, yeah. Um, I've been a a marketing consultant and social media trainer for the last 10 years, and I've helped a lot of of business people uh, come to terms with social media because it, it isn't the natural habitat of the more mature business person. And there's a, there's a, been a fear about it over the years. That's, that's receding now. But, um, but I, I've, I've helped a lot of people, hundreds uh, of people over the years, uh, just come to terms with social media and make it work for them. And what about the younger audiences, the people who are perhaps the newer business generation? They obviously know lots about social media perhaps having grown up with it or become quite familiar how do you how do you fit into their their orbit it's quite interesting that actually because yes you would expect 
expect um, uh, you'd expect the younger generations to to be more au fait with uh, with social media, and so they are. But social media uh, for personal uh, consumption rather than for business consumption, and it is a different animal with with business. Um, and I have had a, a good number of uh, much much younger people, twenties, thirties. Um, than the norm on my on my workshops and they have found it beneficial because as I say uh, social media for marketing in business is quite different for uh, than just going on Facebook and keeping in touch with your friends. Uh, just sticking with that point for a second what would you say the two differences are then between what you'd post as a personal one and what you might post for a business perspective? Well, <laughs> I, I had, uh, I remember one, one of the first workshops I did, um, <clears throat> there was a, a lady there and she, she said, oh, I'm, I'm against all this social media stuff. We're going back, we're going back probably eight years now. Uh, I'm against all this social media stuff. I don't like it. I, I'm on Twitter and I, I hate seeing all that, all that porn and bad language and so on and so forth. Where was she looking on Twitter, by the well, way? That was, that was the point, Mark. That was the point. Um, I said, well, you on, you, you'll only see, in general, you'll only see um, posts from the people that you're connected to. So uh, who are you Who are you generally connected to? Um, but we were talking about the, the, the feed here on Twitter. And um, she went a bit red. <laughs> she'd obviously sought it out. I hope she's not listening to this. She'd obviously sought it out uh, at some stage uh, and then forgotten that, um, or not been aware that this will come back to haunt her if she doesn't, uh, uh, if she doesn't do something about it. So um, it, it was that sort of that sort of example in the in the in the early days where. Uh, people just didn't know how to how to use it for um, for business business use, um, and th th there is a world of difference, isn't there, uh, between uh, between telling people, "Oh, I feel a bit hot here. I'm going to open the window," and, and putting that on Facebook. And we do see that, don't we? Well, I don't. Cause I only follow <laughs> people, but, there, um, there is uh, plenty of dross out there to be found. I've heard it's about yes. Um, and and having a, a structured, well thought out marketing campaign of business messages, which um, no doubt we'll go into in a little more, more detail later. But um, but there's a structure to the business business presence that there isn't to a personal uh, to a personal account. Okay, well we'll come back to that a little bit later on. Uh, turning back towards your business, I guess, because this is perhaps a a story which will feel quite familiar to plenty of other businesses. Um, we're, we're recording this in, well, I'll say the end of May 2021, so we're just coming out at the end of a 14-slash-15-month lockdown, essentially, as a result of the COVID pandemic. Um, I know, because, of course, we've spoken, and indeed you've touched upon it on the Go Fish podcast on a number of occasions how the pandemic did affect your business because you've obviously mentioned workshops and presumably they were carried out in person prior to that being something that could land us all in hospital 
That's right. Um, last March, my workshop business just fell off a cliff because uh, Boris went on the box that Monday evening that we all remember and said, uh, right, you're all, uh, you're, you're all going to remain indoors now and this, these are the rules and so on and so forth. And emails came in following day to me, awfully sorry, Chris, um, can't do any more uh, trainings, got to pull the workshops and so on and so forth. So I um, uh, panicked for an hour or two and thought, well, I'm done. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Yeah. In, in common, in common with every other small business owner in the country, I imagine, um, for different reasons. But um, but I, I then thought, okay, well, let the dust settle. And a couple of days later, I, I rang my main uh, client who was giving me training work and said, look, what what about if I if I rewrite these workshops? And we deliver them as webinars. Um, I can split. I can split a day's worth of workshop into into two, let's say, ninety-minute webinars. Because the the thing about the workshops is, there's plenty of interaction. You you um, you do you do go around the room um, helping people with with particular issues if they're uh, if they're amending their their profiles or whatever they might be doing. Um, so we we did we split it into two two ninety minute sessions, and I carried on. It was um, I won't say it was seamless, but it was it was business continuity which was so important, and that was the case with with other um, other training companies I was working for as well. Oh, so that, that was a that was they called it pivoting, didn't they? Uh, so I, I had a quick pivot, and um, and we 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 carried on, not as normal. Um, you know, income income suffered as did everybody else's, I'm sure, but uh, but at least at least turnover, some a certain amount of turnover was there. And what about the other side of the business, the the sort of the social media management side of things, and the marketing strategy elements of that that you generally do? Because all the statistics that I come across show that the use of social media, particularly when we weren't allowed to do anything else and were locked between the four walls of our house, went through the roof. Yes, and that was a double-edged sword for me. Really, um, I I had. Uh, clients who were um, well, they were inquiries at the time who asking me to look after their social media for them uh, because I do act as an outsourced social media manager for 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 clients, and it's work that I enjoy. An awful lot of people you speak to find uh, writing social media posts uh, pretty pretty tedious, um, and uh, one of them might be might be looking at me at the moment um, <laughs> for the benefit of the tape i've just raised my hand during the pandemic a lot of people had a lot of time on their hands and we know as you've just pointed out that social media went through the roof social media activity that is uh, linkedin was never so popular uh, for business people because at last they had the time to uh, to, to attend to it um, so that sort of business for me 
uh, came to a bit of a bit of a standstill because people who'd previously inquired about um, about outsourcing with me suddenly found they had all this time available, and it would have been uh, would have been silly not to use that time uh, profitably. So they uh, they got themselves involved on social media. Now, however, and you've just named the date, it's uh, 26th of May, um, people are going back to work, normality uh, to a degree is returning, certainly people are getting busier, and my own belief is that social media will suffer within businesses because that time isn't available. So. Um, you and I are collaborating on a campaign at the moment for uh, uh, for uh, a social media uh, outsourcing push for my company, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the results of that are. You mentioned how so many people started using it because they had more time on the hands, um, you know, and perhaps they haven't had previously. And it's a very difficult question to ask because A, there's so much of it and B, your ability to view stuff will have been very limited by way of algorithms and just the time you've spent on those platforms. But from what you did see, when people were doing those posts because they now had the time, what was it like in terms of quality uh, what was it like in terms of being appearing to form a, a structured strategy um, or was it just because they had more time they just were able to throw out more random stuff that probably was neither use nor ornament from a business perspective? Well, I, as you say, I can only go by what I saw and what I did see was, was a, a mix from one end of the scale to the other. There was one end of the scale that, that became a very Facebooky on LinkedIn, um, and uh, and too too sociable on a LinkedIn business page as well. Uh, sorry, on a uh, Facebook business page as well. Um, LinkedIn is uh, is it's a professional platform for for businesses, and we don't need to know uh, that. Uh, spring has sprung and the flowers are, are blooming and uh, you know and, I, and i'm just taking the dog for a walk and and that that is your personal facebook information it's not nothing to do with business okay you can mention spring you can mention uh, optimism returning uh, with with the uh, with the spring and the spring flowers and sunshine if you like um, but make it business related. The so that was one end of the scale. There was an awful lot of dross. Um, the other end of the scale were the people who were obviously super organised and had uh, were, were working working to a plan, and that plan was being was being adhered to. And that plan with with all the social media is varying varying the message, but having a um having having a theme running throughout uh, throughout the week so or the month so if you're if you're promoting uh, service or product a 
um, you'll you might do that two or three times during the week, but you'll throw in something else as well. You'll throw in something else to vary it up. You'll share other people's posts. You'll be active and engaging on uh, on social media rather than just sell, 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 which I do see a bit of. With lockdown now easing and things opening up again, and and I use the word cautiously, normality returning somewhat. Um, how has things changed now? Has the time that people had to do their social media disappeared? Has the usage dropped? Have you seen the quality become less? Or are you getting more demand for helping to manage accounts because people are now finding that they've got to juggle normal life and normal business demands with what they were doing when they had plenty of time on their hands no, i'm not seeing it yet because it's i think it's a little early we're only the second week into uh, uh, relative normality uh, although people have been returning to their place of work uh, for, for a little while um I, there, there is there is there are the stirrings of activity uh, I think it's when when uh, people in business realise that um, that they don't have that, that they haven't had the time for social media that they that they did have uh, because that's what I that's what I offer them I offer them uh, time saved by looking after their social media to an agreed strategy I mean I, I don't just go ahead and do it um, we we sit down we talk about it we we, we discuss the objectives, we discuss how we're going to get there, and then I, I put it into practice. Um, that saves them an enormous amount of time and ensures that they maintain their social media activity um, despite being you know as busy as they've ever been so they might they might be on a they might be in a meeting in London they will still have a social media post going out across three four platforms to to maintain their their presence and that's visibility is all important it's a strange one in social media when it comes to the tangibility of what you there you described as the what the outcomes hopefully will be what the the purpose is for which they're trying to do this campaign um i've come across plenty of people who say i want more followers or i want more work and because they've seen other people have success assume that there is a magic uh what's the word I'm looking a magic spell that will yeah. deliver the same results for them when you sit down with uh, clients who want those kind of outcomes how does that conversation go what are the kind of things that you're realistically telling them that they should be trying to look to achieve what sort of time scales what sort of budgets um, are these all relevant factors to trying to get the outcome of a million followers and loads of work <laughs> well, i'd be doing that myself if i could do that um uh, the, the, there are some basics to go through first before you before we start talking about objectives and uh, new business and thousands of new followers uh the first thing to do is to have a look and see what they're doing at the moment and are is their branding consistent across all the platforms are they putting out the same message across all the platforms uh about themselves just in just in their branding because 
I'm sure you would believe, but a lot of people wouldn't believe um, that that many uh, many companies have completely different branding for every single uh, every single platform they're on, and that might be different to their website. So uniformity of, of branding and a complete review of how they've set their uh, their, their platforms up is is uh, is the absolute basis of any sort of success that they might have in in achieving targets that they want that they would want me to to hit um with with linkedin the profile has to be completely relevant to the visitor uh, who would be uh, ostensibly their target market so we have to make have to uh, have to achieve complete relevancy on on LinkedIn in terms of the the profile their personal profile and the business profile uh, same on uh, same on Facebook lesser extent on Twitter because you can't say or do as much uh, Instagram similar you can't say or do as much with your with your um, background banners and your uh, profile pictures but consistency you can certainly achieve consistency. And then we sit down with a calendar and we say, right, what's happening this year? Where where do you want to go? What's uh, what are what are the um, what are the targets with social media? Is it followers? And if so, why? Um, is it business? Because it should be. Um, you know, we should be attracting we should be attracting business with the messages that we're we're putting out. And um, uh, an active social media, uh, social media presence is all important to maintain the visibility, and uh, and to to assist hitting those targets. What's the biggest one of the biggest challenges you find when you're having these conversations? Is it managing expectations? I assume most people think that they can offer a free bottle of champagne. Uh, as a competition and overnight they'll have all the work and all the business and all the followers they could possibly ever imagine ignoring the fact that there's probably thousands of other businesses offering a more expensive bottle of champagne for the same period with a better chance of winning etc i once saw somebody offer a fiver Um, (laughs) i'd still enter you know we are going back a little while but and and that fiver the, the response to that was absolutely enormous. It's amazing what what hoops people will jump through for a fiver. And there was only one fiver available. It wasn't a fiver for everyone. <laughs> it was a prize. Um, but uh, yeah, you have to be a little bit more imaginative. And um, and this is what we're, we're doing. Competitions are great for generating interest, generating uh, activity and, and getting new followers and new business frankly because the greater awareness will ultimately bring bring you new business okay uh, moving on slightly then from the the social media management side of things back to the the workshops how is this going to change now that we are starting to be able to to meet face to face again are you going to revert back to how it was is it going to be a mixture do you see there being a, a particularly high demand for one or the other do you think people have now got a taste for the online world and actually prefer the comfort of their own armchair whilst learning the wonders of linkedin the the training clients i have um are keen to get back to workshops um which is which suits me fine um because I can, 
I can deliver more in a day on a workshop than I can in two 90 minute webinars. The webinars are, are they give excellent value, but they are a second best. And I think we've all understood this with, um, you know, you and I both go networking and the experience of a, of a face-to-face networking session is quite, quite different to, to the, the Zoom or the, the online alternative. So yes, people are, people are looking to get back to, uh, to workshops. I'm, I will be <clears throat> advertising a couple of dates of my own when I've, uh, when I've, I've got a location coming back to me in, in Warrington um, where I've had success in the past of, uh, it's, it's midway between Chester, Manchester, and there's quite a big business, uh, uh, big business community in Warrington. So it's a good area for me. And, um, but the, the location are still humming and ahhing about whether or not uh, they can manage a socially distanced uh, event like that. Um, I think they will, but if they can't, I'll find somewhere else because places are offering this now. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting a few dates in the diary uh, and on the, on the website for those. As far as my clients are concerned who are training companies, they've tentatively put the first date in the diary as being September. Okay. So um, that's the first one I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, as a as a face to face face to face workshop. So you're going to ditch the webinars completely then? Well, they are. Um, <clears throat> they're keen to. Uh, whether or not I do, probably depends on the uh, on the success or otherwise of uh, of advertising this workshop. Because I don't think there was any doubt for me anyway that. Um, people began to go off the idea of, uh, of Zoom training. There's just so much of it. Um, and, and yes, we, you know, we, I was on a Zoom training last night, so I can hardly say it doesn't work, but, but it becomes less effective. It becomes, people are wanting the personal touch, I think now. So that's what I'm keen to get back to. Interesting. Interesting. Indeed. It'd be, uh, for me, I'm, sort of feel that perhaps people are a little bit over zoomed at the moment but that yes. it might be something that they come back to gradually once they've realized that the world is as it was when they left it and when when they've they've reacquainted themselves with the ability to go to the restaurant for a meal or go to the shop to buy something and and it becomes the norm again perhaps they'll return back to the online world in addition to what was already there well, I, I always believed that there would be a, a sort of a, a happy hybrid that we'd do a mixture of Zoom and uh, and face to face, and I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> I, I think uh, I am I am giving the the webinars a bit of a rest from from a personal perspective for the time being, but I'm not dismissing them. They're they're, they're there. Um, it's just just a question of timing. I want to see how. The face-to-face workshops uh, work because if they really do work again as they did before then my energies will go into that rather than uh, rather rather than the zoom but i'm not dismissing the zoom in any way shape or form it's been a lifeline for the last uh, 14 months or so 
absolutely it, when you talk about managing businesses social media platforms you obviously mean all of them but you do very much have a specialty area uh, which is linkedin so you just want to explain i suppose a what it is about linkedin that particularly you've found yourself drawn towards and then what sorts of specialisms have come from that that you can help people with on linkedin yeah um i find linkedin increasingly fascinating um and <laughs> people might be listening to, to this saying what a sad case we're listening to here but um it it's it's and i, I say this frequently uh, and uh, it's the best sales aid that a business person could have. You know, I've said to you before, I'm sure, it, it doesn't go off sick, doesn't moan. It's never it's never too hot in the office or too cold in the office. It sits there and will work for you 24-7. I've just, I delivered yesterday uh, my first webinar on uh, an advanced LinkedIn. Uh, it was an advanced LinkedIn training. And this is going beyond the, uh, you know, setting your profile up and um, optimizing and so on and so forth. This is getting into the the real nitty gritty of LinkedIn and uh, there's the psychology behind it, um, uh, the 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 way the way certain the way the way certain profiles can be set up in a way that will uh, will attract people to uh, to to look for more and possibly to pick that phone up and ring you try and put your phone number on uh, on 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 a post or a message that you put out or especially an article because um people do ring you you might not want them mark but um, <laughs> the the one of the main advantages of of linkedin is that um, on the 24/7 aspect of it, is that many business people will uh, will have a, a look at it before they go to work in the morning. They'll have a quick look at it when they get to work, and they'll perhaps pass pass on it during the working day and pick it up again in the evening. So your message can be seen, um, your posts can be seen all of the time. There's lots of things you can do with it. You've talked about the benefits of it working for you 24-7, but what's working for you 24-7? What sort of tools are available on LinkedIn that's particularly piqued your interest? One of LinkedIn's uh, issues, I don't suppose it's an intentional issue, but there are a lot of facilities available to you that they don't actually tell you fully about. And it's that that I try to... Uh, I try to get under the skin of, of LinkedIn and empower empower people who come to the workshops or who I do trainings with, empower them to use these whistles and bells that um, that will make their make their LinkedIn profile and their LinkedIn presence absolutely sing. Um, we don't use uh, I've just found um, video messaging. So somebody will ask to connect with you. And instead of uh, instead of just saying yes, great to connect, or even worse, nothing, just accepting it as a connection, um, you send them a you send them a either a video message or or an audio message, and it's so simple to do. And I've known people who uh, have been out and about on a walk, 
and they've just gone on the LinkedIn profile. Oh, there's a message come in from somebody wants to connect with me. I'll uh, I'll press this button. And do you know what? Uh, the results of doing something like that, which is so personal, uh, is is is. I'm going to. I was going to say a hundred times more effective, but I can't statistically break back that up. So I'm going to say is markedly more effective than than just the. Okay, thanks. Good to connect. If you can say, if you can video yourself walking along the prom saying, um, "Just got your message. Great to connect. If there's anything I can help you with, please don't hesitate to to get in touch. Um, my email address is." Guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk. Um, that sort of a that sort of a, a video or audio message, just so much more effective than the than the written word, and that's you know not something that many people are doing. They've got lots of weird bells. I I, I think you hit the nail on the head where they they don't particularly promote it massively, and it's an odd thing to do because we use use it for. Uh, business purposes and on quite a regular basis and yet even i find things out second hand as it were going oh i didn't know it did that so getting sending out invitations for people to like your business page was something that linkedin hadn't particularly promoted to me and again i found out about that sort of second hand yeah and since then i've been sort of telling anyone and everyone who it might benefit along the way uh, yeah. they've got other things i mean you've mentioned the the video message in there on your profile i think you can have an audio yeah. clip now i presume to give a, an introduction I, I keep meaning to do it but never quite find the time and i will do it and on the basis i have here equipment <laughs> that can probably allow me to do it relatively effectively i don't yes. have much excuse but it's odd, isn't it? And I presume these are the kind of things that you cover in your your advanced training workshops. Yes, yes, it's it's the the the, um, the relatively uh, relatively minor bits and pieces that if you put them all together collectively, you've got such a such a powerful presence if you use use all those facilities. Um, I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to reel them off here. Um, people have to come on the workshop for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you tease! But um, but but there is, and it's there are. I call them free advertising opportunities on on, on the webinars and the workshops. Um, in as much as you know, even the background banner, even the background banner and the headline and new name, those are very very basic ones. And the about us section where everybody takes it literally and writes about them but the only people that's going to be interested in that are going to be their mothers um so you know the, the, the if you or i are dropping on a, a profile we want to know what's in it for us and why should we expect anyone dropping on our profile to think any different so remember the old what's in it for me um acronym people because when you write your about section think think of uh, put yourself in the position of a visitor and in terms of the what's in it for me you do actually help people with specific campaigns on linkedin to to help generate leads and, and to generate interest yes the, the the linkedin lead generation uh has become a a, a bit of a favorite uh 
activity of mine and i've i've helped ooh, um well dozens of people now over over the last two or three years uh not only build up their their following but uh, but also achieve business by using a specific technique of uh, of not a, not only connecting with people but then following it up and then following it up again and once again, I know what people are thinking that, oh, God, he's, what he's saying is, well, we, we sell to them as, as soon as they connect with us. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is engage with them because uh, selling, selling is all about helping people. Uh, selling is a harsh word. Helping is, is a much better word. And if we can, if we can, convince people connecting with us on uh, not just LinkedIn but all social media that we're nice fluffy people to uh, to, to work with and that we um, we're all around good eggs and we know what we're talking about then you know and, and it's much easier to, to work with a with a nice person who's engaging with you than somebody who's uh, who's a bit brusque and uh, isn't that bothered whether he's got the business or not and so I, I, I do like to engage with people when they when they come onto my profile. That engagement might fall away um, because neither of us are particularly uh, committed to it. But um, but there will be the ones where business will result. Fantastic. Um, I guess we should wrap it up really uh, with people being provided with your contact information so that if any of what we've been discussing does sound of interest and having worked with Chris in many ways shapes and forms I can highly recommend uh, both his workshops or webinars if that's your preference and certainly the LinkedIn aspects of things or indeed the social media management I know a couple of the clients that, that you work with and the stuff's great uh, how can they get in touch with you well, they can contact me through my email address, which uh, I mentioned earlier is guy, G-U-Y, at mymarketingguy, and there are two Gs in the middle of that, um, .co.uk. Um, Mark always finds it amusing that I, that I add the two Gs in the middle, but I have missed a number of, a number of emails because, oh, that's didn't know there were two G's in the middle. I got that wrong. So I always say two G's in the middle, don't I? You do indeed. Uh, perhaps you need to buy the the domain version with only one G in the middle, just <laughs> a good idea. just to to capture that missing stuff. Yes. yes, and I can be found on all the various social media platforms: LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm more active on linkedin than the other three it's fair to say so um you can find me there under my name chris roxborough indeed we'll stick all the links uh, in the show notes if that is of interest chris thank you very much for uh spending some time with us and telling us all about what you're up to today it's been it's been as pleasant as always 
That's right. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, Mark. Thank you for the opportunity. And if you think your business would like to be featured on the Business Spotlight, as I said at the outset, the Business Spotlight at thepodstation.co.uk, drop an email, contact us through social media. If you enjoyed the show, give us a review. That always helps to spread the word, get us seen by more people, and hopefully it might help people as well. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Chris, thank you very much for your time, and we'll catch you next time. Bye now. If you'd like to submit your business to be on the show, simply email spotlight at thepodstation.co.uk or message us on social media at The Podstation on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Check out all our shows exclusively on thepodstation.co.uk.